Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, but if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And yesterday, we did have some new cheeky members. We had Emily Payton, Ekaterina Galkina, and B.A. Guthrie with a rejoin, and Anne Etook with a rejoin. I'm really sorry if I butchered any of those names and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Now this first story comes from a throwaway account am I the arsehole for not donating my vacation money my boyfriend 26 male is very generous to everyone regarding money he loans friends money that they never pay back since they're always living paycheck to paycheck and he forgives them and keeps giving them money when they ask He also donates to charities and volunteers to a lot of food banks and shelters and the like. He was homeless as a teenager and was helped by them, so I understand, but he is often late on rent and then rants about how his landlord is the root of all evil because he is a greedy capitalist. I think he's irresponsible, but at least his money is going somewhere useful, unlike my exes who buy Gucci bags and complain about not being able to afford rent, but it's still irresponsible. I work a normal office job and save up my money. We have lots of arguments about how I spend my money, like I bought a used Toyota to replace my 12-year-old car and he preached to me that I should donate my money and that using that money on myself, when I'm a white straight woman living in Canada, is selfish. I also got a bunch of crap when I bring home any new clothes or shoes. I'm told constantly about the harm of fast fashion, but I don't buy fast fashion and I should be buying everything secondhand. I don't want secondhand underwear and bras. I got the same thing when I bought a duplex about how I was paying into the capitalist agenda, which is why we don't live together. If I ask him to pay his share, I'm sure I'm going to hear it again. I find it's very annoying, but on the other hand, my previous exes have been greedy fuckboys, so I just let it go. We just had a massive fight over me wanting to go on vacation to Hawaii with my mum and sister, now that we all have shots and travel is starting again. I haven't been on vacation in three years. I need time to unwind. But as soon as I told him, he told me I was selfish and should donate my money to X because I'm already privileged. I told him I earned that money from working and I deserve to enjoy myself. And he told me some people don't get to eat, so I shouldn't spend money on frivolous things. I'm still going on the trip, but he soured the trip for me and now I feel guilty. Now, I hate going into these stories and saying, you know, relationships don't work and stuff like that. But this is one of those ones where I can definitely see like you're not on the same page here. You and it not just working out. And I'm, I'm all for people like giving money to charity and doing their bit for charity and stuff. But it almost sounds like and this might be totally wrong of me. It almost sounds like he's setting himself on fire to keep other people warm. I do like that saying, so I had to use it. But that's almost it, how it feels to me in this situation. So no, you're not the asshole for not donating your vacation money, but I can't see you guys working out at the same time. But Hats and Topcoat says, not the asshole. You guys aren't compatible. Where do you see this going? 
And SociableMonkey74 says, not the arsehole, you two are not a compatible couple. How you spend, budget, and save your money is a huge part of compatibility. My ex wanted everything, now, whereas I wanted to plan, budget, and save for things. In the end, we'd still get the thing, whatever it was, just that doing it my way meant not paying interest on CC charges. I think he hated how controlling I was about money like that. And ADBBWG says, not the arsehole, I think it's time you donated your boyfriend to a needy person who doesn't have one. It's very selfish of you to keep him for yourself. End sarcasm. Thanks for the awards, I really appreciate them. <laughs> and Ramsbina says, not the arsehole, I don't see this working out, sorry. You say that you don't live together because of this trait of his. What are you waiting for, for him to change? Sorry to say it's not going to happen, and if you stick together, you'll be hearing this all your life. You should be free to do whatever you want with your money, so should he, but without constant nagging and pushing. And we'll have one more from Sashimi1300 saying, not the arsehole, dude sounds insufferable. His pseudo-activism isn't helping anything but his ego. Sounds like he's heard a bunch of talking points from TikTokers and can't stop parroting them. Fast fashion is inevitable for most people. The whole don't buy fast fashion is a talking point spread by the majority of upper white middle class people who can afford either designer clothes or live in areas with thrift shops that have wearable clothes and not a bunch of torn up stained 2006 Disney World t-shirts. Those same people resell old bleach Metallica shirts for $80 because they're vintage. You're an adult, you work an adult job. If you want to buy a car with your hard-earned money, then that's 100% okay. A car is a necessity for most people. Having a newer one that is more reliable is always more cost-effective than dealing with older car that is probably lower MPG and requires more maintenance and repairs. Go on your trip, dump him, let him hang around with his friends who leech off him. They can all share a communal underwear drawer. <laughs> As a white woman, the fact of the matter is that you inherently have white privilege, but that doesn't mean you have to live in misery, poverty, and shame because of it. That's not what most people of color want. Just acknowledging that privilege and taking a moment to see how it affects not just you, but people around you makes a big difference. Hope you end up taking your vacation and have a good time without him. Lol. Now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of our first story? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Minimum Pattern 7834. Am I the arsehole for not paying half of my boyfriend's rent and bills? Gonna try and be brief here due to the character limit. My boyfriend, 26 male, and I, 24 female, have been dating for just over two years. We've never lived together. In September 2020, my boyfriend took a job in a different city two hours away, without asking me for my opinion or even telling me that he applied for it. It was his dream job and so not taking it was never an option, he said. He never asked me to move with him, but even if he asked, I wouldn't have been able to. I live in the same town as my parents who are both ill and I wouldn't want to move away while they still need me. My job is also here. The city he's moving to is also nearly twice as expensive to rent in. This has obviously caused some friction between us and we nearly broke up over it, but ultimately I agreed to visit him regularly. Since he moved, I've gone to visit him once or twice a month for a week at a time when COVID allows it and it's not cheap. The train to see him is about $50 each way. We don't live in the US, but that's the currency conversion rate. So I'm spending around $100 to $200 each month to see him and I pay half of any grocery shopping we do. I also rent my own apartment back in my hometown. When I visit him, I stay at his apartment where he lives alone and pays around $975 a month per month in rent. Last week, he told me he wants me to start paying half his bills and half the rent for when I come to stay with him. Edit for clarity, I spend between one to two weeks there, so he's asked for half the bills and rent for those periods, not the total month. 
I told him that I wasn't okay with that for a few reasons. He's the one who chose to move to an expensive city without any of my input. I already pay $100 to $200 on train fares to see him, which he doesn't contribute to, and I have to pay for my own apartment. If I paid half his rent, my cost of living would be higher than his for a situation I didn't choose. He replied that it wasn't fair that his bills increased when I came to visit him because of the water, electricity, etc. So I told him that my train fare was the equivalent of that and also much more expensive than just my portion of his water. So if he wanted me to pay half the bills, then he would have to pay half my train fare. This apparently wouldn't be fair as he's not the one taking the train, so he shouldn't have to pay. At this point, I just told him that he either pays half my train fare, we both move somewhere that isn't stupidly expensive or I stop visiting. He told me that I was being unwilling to compromise and the atmosphere has been frosty ever since. I don't think I'm being unreasonable here, but I've spoken to a few friends about it and the opinion seems pretty split, so I'm putting it to the Reddit hive mind. Edit, oh wow, this blew up overnight. I didn't expect the overwhelming response to this. I'm half expecting my boyfriend to find this on Reddit post now, but even if he doesn't, it looks like there's really only one way forward here. Thanks everyone for your input, advice, and judgment. Now, firstly, coming into this one, my initial thoughts was, why is he moving some away from someone that he loves? And it doesn't sound like there was much thought put into it either. So it was like, yeah, I'm moving away. That's sort of it. And I might be totally wrong in saying that. So do forgive me. But the way I see this one is that it seems like you're making all the effort to go and visit him. So you go visit him for a week at a time. You're spending the train fare. So I think, you know, he could be at least a little bit accommodating rather than expecting more from you. Does he even want to be in this relationship? That's what I'm wondering. But I've got to say you're not the arsehole for not paying half those bills, especially when you've got your own apartment, you're paying the train fare. I think the least he could do is accommodate this little bit of water and electricity he's giving you, right? But hey, maybe I'm wrong. Let's go to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Barracuda Gullible saying, not the arsehole, and I think you're onto something with the option to stop visiting him. Followed by Ocean Leap who says, not the arsehole, unbelievable. He's being totally unreasonable. As well as the train fare, maybe should also compensate you for the travel time. Then you will pay his extra water cost. This guy is not a keeper. And Tremulous says, not the arsehole, not gonna lie. Sounds a bit like he doesn't know how to end a relationship, so he's just making an unreasonable request and will treat it as a deal breaker. Followed by Itchy Dog that says, not the arsehole, your boyfriend wants to come out ahead financially by taking advantage of you. And Starry Sunset says, not the arsehole, I'm spacing this out for emphasis. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't communicate or respect you. He moved. He chose that with so much as a what do you think convo. He made you come to him. You pay for food when you visit. You pay for all travel expenses. You put your life on pause half the time to see him on his terms. Now he's demanding money to spend time with him. What the actual fuck? The guy only ever thinks about himself. You can do much better. It's his loss. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in a similar situation? Your partner moved away to another state or and you had to travel to visit them and spend this money and then they demanded money from you. How would you feel in that situation? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from Daughter Aquarium. Am I the asshole for letting my daughter set up an aquarium after my fiance and I agree to no pets? I, 44 male, have been engaged to my fiance, 37 female, for about a year now. I have one 13-year-old daughter, she has an eight-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. We've been slowly combining our little families, but decided that it would be best if we didn't completely combine our homes until we're completely married in order to send the best message to our kids. We also agreed not to buy any pets until we're completely together so that any animals under our roof were completely and equally all of ours. My daughter has been telling me for a while that she wants an aquarium for her room. She always loved watching fish swimming around in tanks. I told her if she got good grades in her last semester and helped out around the house that she could have one. She did what I asked so I bought her an aquarium, the necessary supplies and some tropical fish. She's done a great job being responsible for her aquarium so far. When my fiance found out about my daughter's aquarium, she kind of flipped out. She said that she's been denying her kids a pet for the past year. She said her son especially has been begging her for a puppy, but she has kept telling him no because that's what she and I agreed to, even though she wants to get him a puppy. I think that an aquarium with a fish is a completely different sort of deal. I also think that my daughter is getting a little older and more independent and should be given more privileges. But my fiance seems to think I went against an agreement we had. Am I the asshole? Now, it's just going to be a very quick one on me from this one because it's a simple, yes, you would be the asshole because you broke that agreement and it's that simple, really. And now my neighbors, I hope you didn't hit. I don't know whether you can hear them banging on the wall with a hammer. Oh, God. But Webby Vanderquack says, you're the asshole, you broke the agreement. And then quotes, I think that an aquarium with fish is a completely different sort of deal. I also think that my daughter is getting a little older and more independent and should be given more privileges. And then says, you could have made that case with your fiance before getting your daughter an aquarium. It's also not fair to insist that your daughter should be given more privileges without thinking and talking through what it means for the other children. And do the pingu says, you're the asshole, you agreed no pets, then you got a pet. Why didn't you talk about it and adjust the agreement instead of making a unilateral decision? This does not bode well for your impending nuptials. And Tobin says, you're the asshole, and quotes, but my fiance seems to think I went against the agreement we had. And then says, I mean, you did though. You said yourself very clearly. Quotes again saying, we also agreed to not buy any pets until we were completely together so that any animals under our roof were completely and equally all of ours. And then says, you agreed not to buy pets. You didn't even tell her after you bought the fish. I assume because you knew she'd be mad you broke the agreement. Sending the best message to your kids includes things like not going behind your partner's back because you think you should be allowed to do whatever you want. Maybe by pets you meant animal that roams in the house interacting with the whole family, specifically a dog or cat. But that's not what you agreed to. It's also super weird to me that you didn't talk to your fiancé about it beforehand. I think getting an aquarium set up and choosing fish would come up in casual conversation to your life partner. And Mercy says that you're the asshole. You agreed to no pets in general, not only specific pets. You should have either asked her about it before or stipulated to your daughter that you'd get the tank after the agreed upon time. 
And one more from Purple Wombats who says, you're the asshole, and quotes, I also think my daughter is getting a little older and more independent and should be given more privileges. And then says, up till this point, I was torn. If I was your fiance, this would send up a massive red flag for me. No, just no. You don't get to make this adjustment to your agreement unilaterally. If you're going to combine families, you need to sit down together and discuss it. Also, yes, you know that a puppy is a whole other level of care than a fish, but kids have a very stark idea of justice. Again, this is a matter for discussion with your fiance. You went against the agreement. Sorry. Now, what would you do if your partner went against your agreement in a situation like this? How would you feel? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Arctic Foxy. Am I the asshole for telling my mother we won't be going to a wedding since she bleached my daughter's hair? My mum is getting married at the end of July. My daughter, who is 11, was going to be a flower girl. I know she's a bit old for the role, but she's the youngest granddaughter. Over the holiday, July 4th, we're in the USA. My husband and I were both on call, so my daughter stayed with my brother and his wife, who went over to my mum and her fiancé's house. While they were there, my mum bleached my daughter's hair without even asking me. We dyed our hair semi-regularly with Arctic Fox, which is safe for kids. About a week ago, we dyed it a very pretty blue. My mum detests unnatural hair colours and has been hounding me to fix it for the wedding. My daughter was fine with being a brunette for a little while when I asked. I was going to let her blue fade out naturally and then put a dark brown over it before the wedding. I guess that wasn't soon enough for my mother. Obviously, I'd never bleach a child's hair, but my mother in her glory decided it was a perfect time to fix her hair for me. This woman used to be a stylist over a decade ago, but she should know better. I am furious. Her hair is so dry and damaged and the blue isn't even out. It's like this splotchy faded green and blue with spots of blonde. I don't want to put any product on it now because I don't want to risk more damage. The only thing is she didn't touch the roots. I have an appointment Thursday at the salon I go to for her to try and fix it. I told my mum we won't be going to her wedding, which is causing a commotion. I've been getting a lot of, she's a control freak, it's just how she is, it's not a big deal, it's just hair, from almost everyone. I cannot believe my sister-in-law, who's usually the best babysitter, let this happen. My brother says I can just fix it, like it's so easy. My daughter hates her hair and expected a pretty bleach blonde, like Billie Eilish, which is what her grandma promised her, not a faded mess. People are acting like I'm overreacting and that my mum's best intentions trumps my own parental choices. I know people already judge me for letting my kid have coloured hair. They don't see how bleach is different. Edit. Hi everyone. I didn't expect this much feedback so fast. I can only reply on my breaks, but I've sent a ton of your comments and several private messages with hair advice. Thank you all for your recommendations. My stylist is very experienced with dye. I'll be discussing options with her, but it's good to have some experienced opinions. Thank you all. Now, I'm no hairstylist, so I can't offer any advice on getting that color out at all. But yeah, this is just a huge breach of trust, isn't it, really? And people saying stuff is just how she is. And, you know, she's a control freak. Isn't excuses for the shitty behavior. You're absolutely not the asshole for feeling the way you do. Your feelings are totally valid in the situation to me. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. I imagine we'll get some hair advice here. <laughs> I'm all for it. And Cole L says, I'm not the asshole, and quotes, it's just how she is. And then says the classic rug sweep when dealing with toxic individuals. How would you characterize your relationship with your mum otherwise? 
You, of course, right to be upset about her extreme boundary stomping. The issue is not really about whether you should attend the wedding, but how to reset your relationship with your mum so that she never oversteps again. Does your daughter still want to participate in the wedding? Could you attend without having her play a part in your mum's fantasy? And Brainy Mermaid replies to this saying, adding, I've come to realize that that's just who X is has always been said due to the lack of holding someone accountable for their actions. People enable such behavior and excuse it because it's easier then to deal with a tantrum and outbursts. Hold your ground, OP. If you do not, this will only continue as your daughter continues to grow. Your daughter will see how you feel and love for her by what you do now and in the future. Stop the abuse and show your daughter she can trust you to protect her regardless of the situation, even if the abuse is coming from other family members. And Lux Bramala says, not the asshole, your mother is a real piece of work. This is your child, not hers. You mentioned that other people have called her a control freak, assuming that she has repeatedly crossed boundaries before. I'd say you're pretty safe to lay down extra guardrails and deny her access to your child if she can't adhere to your terms. And then follows up with another comment which says also I can see a world in which your sister-in-law gets some flack for allowing it to happen. But if your mother is a strong personality, using the most diplomatic term possible, it stands to reason your sister-in-law is afraid of pissing your mother off. It would have been nice if she had alerted you to what was about to go down. And if you haven't yet, it might be good for both of you to have a private conversation about what took place and how you'd like her to handle these things in the future. My family is full of um, strong personalities and the family members who married in have a fear of speaking up because they feel like it isn't their place to express an opinion or react to something regarding the by blood members of the family. And monkey at the wheel says, not the arsehole, your mum fucked up. Now she's upset at being held accountable for her actions. I'm sorry about your kid's hair. Here's hoping the damage isn't too severe and at least it's the summer too. An acrobatic says not the arsehole, your sister-in-law, brother and mother breached your trust and the experience could even be a bit traumatizing to the child. Not only is bleach dangerous, but she got her hair damaged and looking a mess for your mother's selfish ideals. And one more from a known programmer who says not the arsehole so much. Blue doesn't just bleach out, it's a very staining color and needs a lot of work to get out and ultimately I end up having to cut off some of my hair when I went blue and wanted it out. She shouldn't have done something so damaging to hair as that, especially without talking to you first. Bleach is so hard and she's going to need so much care now and you genuinely may have to get her to a salon to get it fixed. For what it's worth, I've had my hair every color under the sun. Good job being a cool parent and not stifling your kid's creativity or desires. It is just hair, but damage is a terrible thing to work through. It takes forever. It's not easy. Hair is also a big part of people's confidence. I've got a very ashy blonde color naturally. It's very much so more gray than blonde, and it's always has been. Being told how ugly my hair is did a huge number on my confidence. Just stay calm dealing with your daughter. Try a salon. They should be able to help at least mitigate some of the issues with some oloplex or something similar or in a dark dye. Though she might need a cut depending on how bad it is. Good luck. Is it something to do with just like blue color in all sorts of dyes? I mean, my previous job was working with like tablet presses that make like pills. And in these pills, you can like put different dyes and blue was always like the worst color for everything. If you get it on your skin, it takes days to get out. Is it just something to do with blue? <laughs> something they put in it, but I don't know. But anyway, what do you guys make of today's collection of stories? What are your thoughts? What are your verdicts? I would love to hear them if you have an opinion and you want to share it, of course never any pressure to do so a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today and being involved with the channel if you would like to support it further you absolutely can but again never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for youtube or clicking the link in the description for patreon and joining up there 
It massively helps out this channel and I can never express that enough. But you spending 20 minutes or so with me is more than enough also. So thank you so much for being absolutely awesome. Stay awesome and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.